Hey folks, SA20 coming to you live, having a conversation with a man that I love to insult and make jokes at an expense. So I tried to do a little bit of that. I'm just playing. Uh, love him to death. He's a, a good dude. Uh, just a teddy bear for everybody. So uh, enjoy this conversation with, uh, we talk fantasy football, we talk old stories, and we insult each other, or at least I insult him. And we talk youth sports, of all things. So enjoy the podcast. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Doing great. How about you, buddy? Living the dream. I, like I said, I just want to thank you, uh, first off, for doing this. It, um, I'm greatly appreciative, and you know I'm just going to talk shit on you for a straight-up hour. <laughs> it's nothing new with me in my life. Yeah, I'm already, I'm already getting diabetes talking to you. It's it's horrific. So. <laughs> <laughs> You got that insulin ready? Yeah, I don't know. I got to shoot myself straight in the juggler. Apparently, it's just seeping through the microphone right now. I think if I need to lick it, I'll get all the sugar from your voice passing through the microphone into this one. Oh, stop! <laughs> What's new with you, man? Not a whole lot. I've uh, been out of the navy now for the past two years. Oh, uh, what happened? I just did my time and get out. Now I'm working uh, currently at Lowe's. You know, find Lowe's Company Incorporated. Uh, where at in Lowe's, or where, what state, what city, what, whatever? Oh, the finest Camden County, Georgia there is, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. You did move back there. So when, <laughs> when's the last time you ran into Dusty or Caleb or any of our old old school stomping ground buddies? Oh, good old Dusty. I saw him just recently at uh, basketball, at a basketball practice or anything with his little one and watching his little son play Okay, basketball was, at I, practice. Did you guys uh, rekindle old flames and relationships? Oh, uh, yeah. I was talking shit to him about fantasy football, telling him how great of a champion I am. So. Yeah. And so. I will not live that down that you are the third or the third time champion of our fucking league, and I won twice. Like, I was, I was, I was working hard to be the third, uh, three in a row, the first guy to make three, but you, you stole it from me. <laughs> it's I had a great, it's a great honor. I have nobody to blame but myself. I, I truly do. So I could have beat, uh, I think I beat I beat Sean Spearing in the wild card, and then I played, did I play you in the second round? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. and I should have beat you because I didn't start a, either I, I swapped a defense, right? And my defense scored yep. 40, and I lost by 35 or something. So I could have beat you, and it was, it, I was literally, the, before the match happened, I was sitting there thinking about, how to change the defense, how to change whatever, and I was I was going to change them, and I didn't. And I lost by that amount. Like, that would have won me. And then I would have stomped uh, – who'd you – you played Mickey, right, in the championship? Yep. I would have right. stomped Mickey because I scored 179, I think, for the final. So, yep. Yeah. So, congrats, man. As much as – Yeah, it was, it, was, it was tough. It was a tough play. I'm not going to lie to you. I had, a, I had two big guys go down. I had Kareem Hunt, the beater, go down, and – the wife and then beater. I just lost my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had Emmanuel Sanders go down too, so it was tough to overcome those two big uh, hops. And but I decided to take after, go after the backup, and then go after the take everyone that I could possibly take in the playoffs at the end of the playoffs, so I can uh, so no one can score points against me. So I tried to do that strategy, and it found out really well for me. You got super lucky because Ben was basically running your guys' league or division the entire year, and then he just fucking fell off the table. I don't know what happened to him or whatever he did, but he just, I guess he stopped playing or he just wasn't paying attention or his team shit the bed or whatever. But you got the two seed at six and seven, and 
me, Mickey was 10 and 3, I was 9 and 4, uh, Bobby and Jimmy were 8 and 5, and we all had to go through the, the rigmarole. And then Spearing makes the greatest comeback known to man because he was he started off one and five or one and four, or whatever it was. I, I wish I took this much dedication and me commitment to memory on something else besides fantasy football. I, I truly do. So well, look at me. I scored the most points like almost half the time in the seasons of fantasy football. So I do something right. I think Mickey was the only one that beat you as far as you were. Yeah, it kind of it kind of it played that way. Mickey had was first in points. Finished first in the league yeah. regular season. You were second. Finished second because you were in that division uh, at seven and six. And I, I think I had third most points and I finished third, right? I'm not Correct. sure. I, I don't remember. So, all right. It uh, don't matter. How's Lowe's, man? Oh, it's okay. But I got a new job offer, so I'm going to be going to the good old Immigration Customs Center over in Folkestone as the captain in charge, the supervisor. So we make America great again. You're just going to start beating up Mexicans? Like, what immigrants are in Georgia? Uh, there's actually an uh, Immigration Customs Enforcement Detention Center, a holding cell detainment center for illegal immigrants. How did you so it's get, like a prison. How did you get, uh, how did you get that job offer? How did that happen? Uh, I just looked online and looked around, and they said there's like a geo group corrections facility. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like interesting. Threw my resume out there. Guy offered me, like, Allison took my interview. And uh, he offered me a captain position. So I'll be making salary, based salary pay there. And I'll be the young old 31-year-old captain in charge of Make America Great Again. So, you going to make people you know, salute you? Yeah, I might do it. <laughs> well, I'm walking in with my, I might work my Donald Trump hat in walking in, you know, but I, I never know what. I don't know if you do that, man. A Native American might show up and start beating a drum right in front of you, and all of a sudden you're in CNN, fucking. You're trying to explain away why you're doing whatever. So, I have no clue, man. Jesus Christ, it's getting crazy out there, buddy. Uh, when when do you when do you start? I'm still going through the background checks right now. I have to go dab my fingers because it's I guess it's a different background checks and everything. So other than that. I should be cleared. Did you put for references that you've won our league, Fantasy League, three times in a row? No, I've never put your guys' names anywhere, <laughs> ever. Oh, no. I'll never put your guys' names anywhere. <laughs> Why not, Dusty? I want that, uh, or Dustin, I want that fucking, I want that reference. I want to be able to call and say, oh, yeah, he's a great guy, except for all the pedophilia. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You guys would shit on me all day long. Ah, shit. Yes, we will, and we do. Oh, it, but like I said, it's all in love, man. Like I don't. Everybody, every group has their dynamic. Every group does their thing. But for some reason, you just got the guy that gets beat over the head about insults or. I, 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 it's never in. If if you took it out of context and you just went through and saw what the thing was, you would say that we're the most vile people in the world. Send us to hell. Do whatever. But I truly think that Correct. it comes out of a. I don't, I don't know why it is this way. I don't know why we talk so much shit on you, but I think it truly does come out of a place of love uh, or, or yeah. pity. I think that's probably the better word. <laughs> yeah, then, then it makes me suffer at the end, you know, with you guys talking shit to me all the time. I know it's nothing but love, but God, I have feelings too, you know. No, I don't, I don't think that you do. I think the ultimate goal is to get you to hang yourself, though. I think that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> oh, that's it. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Lo so Lowe's. You said you worked there. I I used to work at Lowe's. Did you know that? <laughs> in Kingsland, Georgia. Here? No, 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 no. I worked uh, in Houston. I worked in Lowe's. I was a forklift driver. 
<laughs> in the lumber yard, huh? No, uh, jack of all trades, master of none. So I was a stalker, like uh, not not one. I didn't go looking after women. Uh, I uh, put things on shelves, and that was basically my job. So I had to get a forklift license to do that. So that was my job was basically trying to avoid people from asking me questions about electri electrical or fucking hey come cut this or do whatever. But I just loaded yeah. I just loaded stuff all day. Yeah, I'm a jack of all trades there, which fortunately sucks. I wish I could be a Helen Keller, but uh, dude, I am. It's I, I was a Helen Keller. I would take 45 minute bath breaks. I would clock in and clock out wrong. I would. I was young then, though. I was like 20, 22, or I think I was like 20. Like I didn't, or 19, or whatever I was when I worked there. I didn't really didn't. I, didn't, I mean, I had work ethic. I would work hard when I was doing stuff, but a lot of their policies and shit were stupid when I was going through there. Uh, yeah, they yeah. still they are still stupid. They they'll still write you up for some nonsense and everything like that. Yeah, Lowe's taught me that I did not want to do that sort of a job uh, for the rest of my life. So uh, <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, so that, that's probably why you're trying to do the ice thing too. Uh, how long were you in the Navy, man? I was in the Navy for ten years and seven months ish. Where'd you go after Kings Bay? Right after Kings Bay, and what do you mean Kings Bay? As far as my last duty station. What? That was that was my last duty station, Kingsbury, Georgia. So you were in Japan with me. So you went back to Kingsbury? No, I went to okay, okay. I went to Japan, and then I went to Ventura County, California. So that was near Central. That was near uh, Port Miami, Oxnard, California, like near Malibu. And then after that, I went on the George H. W. Bush, the USS, on the CVN seventy-seven, on the on the aircraft carrier. Okay. Way to stumble through that then, one. Say again? <laughs> Way to stumble through that one, but please continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forty, the 41st president, you know. Yeah. But, uh, or 43rd, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, I, I'm senior now. Joking. Jesus. Keep God. going. <laughs> yeah. Then after that, I got uh, I went back down to Kingsbury, Georgia, and worked at the gun range as a line coach in RSO-ish. Oh, okay. It, while you were active duty. Well, I was active duty, and then I got out of the Navy, and I was out for three months unemployed. It was the greatest feeling in the world. And then I was like, I got to get a job. And then I started working at Lowe's as an appliance sales specialist. I sell toasters, you know? Yeah. That's what they always say, selling toasters at the Lowe's. No, I did really well. I was selling appliances, and then I tried to get I got a gig on base for a minute, and then all of a sudden... They screwed me, and Lowe's screwed me, too, so I had to take a pay cut at Lowe's, and now I got a different job coming up, hopefully. Okay. But it's, I guess it's pretty brutal out there with the whole workforce and stuff. So you, you yeah. said two years ago, so 2016 is when you stopped? Yeah, that would make sense, right? Since I joined in 06, and then we kind of, we went through the same uh, thing. We uh, we were in we were in Kings Bay together, Japan together, and then I, I, I cross-rated uh, and detached, so... Yeah, cross rate to the good old, <laughs> would you CT now or what? Yeah, CT. So that's my job. Been doing that for eight years. So, yeah, is what it is. So, uh, how how do you look back on that service, man, as a master at arms? I miss it. Like, I loved it, but, it, I mean, CT is just as fine, just as well as well and good. It's different. It, it, a master at arms rate is not for everyone. I, I agree. I tell you that for sure. Um, it takes a lot of strength and durability because the days are grueling because you never know what time you'd be done with work. You never know 
what days you have training Tuesdays or stuff like that. Or like you take a lot of time away from your family. So it's not really a good family oriented rate. I per se. Yeah. Um, I would agree. The, the, the shift schedules are pretty, pretty brutal, but I like patrol. Like I really enjoyed patrol in Japan. It was uh, probably one of the funnest, like patrol on the haunch and uh, just be bopping around, uh, mm-hmm. just driving around the base and just, I don't know, seeing what, seeing what's going on. A lot of crazy stuff happened yeah. on patrol though. So that's the most definitely the most intriguing part about the job is you, like the patrol, like you said, do the haunch, but when we were in Japan, the haunch patrol, just, just different things in general. But when like, if they got the daily grind of like doing the training Tuesdays or like the extra stuff that they asked us to do, it's just like, it's very monotonous and it doesn't make sense. And you try to say, make things more simple and more, less complex than they make things more stupid. So it's like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I hated the I hated the first duty station I was in because you come in, upload in the armory, do guard mount, then you head down to the wherever you need to go, and it just it turns a twelve hour shift. Uh, they're lying to you when it's a twelve hour shift. The twelve hour shift is actually fifteen, sixteen hours, and then you're not sleeping right, and then your shit's all messed up. I, I want to say the like not many people survived the first tour in Kings Bay, so it's pretty brutal. Like <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Now things maybe got great incentives now if you're if you're there now yeah. if you're like that you could be getting like automatic E3 now and all yeah. this, you get the bonus for, you get C pay now yeah I got a I got a pen from there retroactively so whatever man uh, how's the wife and kid doing well the wife and kid are doing great uh, the kid is eight years old now he's in, he's a multi sport athlete he thinks he's LeBron James or whatever you want to call it in basketball good and then. So, and then football, he had just wrapped up with, uh, like I said, basketball. Now it's baseball season coming up. So, should be interesting. It's his last year in the pitching machine. So, he's been doing really quite well with that. He's still having a hard time catching the ball and stuff. But other than that, he's doing overall really good. Second grade now. Okay. Growing big. How important do you think sports are for young children? It's a tough subject. <laughs> it's very political. Six, and when 60 it comes minutes to, in yourself when it comes now. To, Go ahead. It's very political. The sports is, the, in young children, it's very political. How these so? Days. Um, like, for example, for basketball, you know, it's like the, it, they don't know the dynamic of sport of teamwork. It's, you know, they think they got to be, sometimes they just have to be like, for instance, playing basketball, one person like at seven to eight year olds, all they do is go and pat, dribble the ball up there and they shoot. They don't work on the fundamentals of passing the ball around trying to be teamwork. Instead, so just they just go in and just shoot the ball and trying to go up and just try to get the rebound. But it's it's just like they start and then like they start certain players for two and a half quarters or three quarters and they start the rest of the, the bad news bears per se. Like that the kids are not the greatest at. It. So it's all about when the best kids play instead of trying to be equal amount and trying to put half the good players together and half the bad players together and mix it up to make it balanced out. But that's the way I guess the game goes and I was ter- politics. I, I was terrible at basketball when I was a young kid, but I like I I don't know. I got involved in the youth basketball, but I I remember this one game specifically, and if I don't know if they were still starting the uh, like uh, everybody has to play for a certain amount of time, like each kid has to play for a quarter. Cause and they they start the I don't want to keep score anymore, but everybody keeps score. That's why the best kids or the 
the, whoever the coach perceives to be the best kids play three quarters or two quarters because they're trying to win. Everybody's keeping score, even though you're not keeping score. But I remember this championship game that our team was in because they had some really good basketball players, but I was god-awful. I would turn the ball over. I would like I would just do stupid things with the ball, so nobody wanted me to play because I would, I would be the kid that would ruin everything for everybody if we're trying to win a game or the game was close. And uh, the championship game was really close, and they had to put everybody in. I remember the coach looking straight at me and turning around and be like, all right, let's go. Let's win this game. And we ended up winning the game, and I had no part in it, but I still got to – a championship uh, trophy for the youth league because our team won like uh so i i would rather the team win than me get to play though like that's where my mindset is at but i understand that it's like you're trying to develop children to play and learn and do sports or whatever so i really think they should do two different leagues they should do a like legit competition league where you take the egos out of it and then the best kids play and then you do a participation league where like you can pick your poison or do what you want to do where a kid, like, equal playing time for everybody just to learn develop skills, don't keep score, pity-patty, do whatever you want to do. And just let the mentality... I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would go towards the competitive league and, you know, 10 seats and all this other kids play stuff. So I can't imagine... Like, my kid's not there yet with it, but I can't imagine what it's going to be like when Abigail and baby Michael start doing sports and stuff. Like, how am I going to feel about that? I definitely don't want them yeah. to be in a participation league. I want them to understand the value of sports. Sports are like sports teach you competition. Sports teach you to work hard and play hard. You're absolutely correct about that. It comes to sport. You're right about it. It's, it's a competition and everything, but it's at the very young age, it's sports. It's all about sportsmanship and it's all about teamwork. That's how it should be built upon, and it's a confidence booster. Of helping all make sure all the players are getting a fair amount of equal time because that one little Johnny's gonna be upset that I only got to play for a half a quarter or two minutes or three minutes. Yeah, it's you know, and then, then the, for the whole day they're, they're all upset and distraught because they never got to play as much as Frankie got to play, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, what uh, what are the so that is that just basketball in general or is that all sports that you're seeing that? Well, in Camden County, is just uh, it's it's some so, some sports are like that. Um, it's 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 just it, it all depends on each coach and everything as well. But um, you can't really you can't do much, nothing about it either because it's like your kid, your child, or whoever is getting involved in it, no matter what. But it's, you just see the upset faces on the kids as well, and it's just like man. Yeah, they never got to play. You know, it, that's what hurts me the most. Seeing other kids just get upset, or people wish they could, you know, play a little bit more, but they can't do nothing about it. It's because like, it's, it's coaches' discretions. Like I said, they should be like if, if that's the case, they should just put them in a participation league or put them in a competitive league. I think they should split the difference and just just that would meet a lot. I think a lot of the problems that people seem to be complaining about. How's uh, Camden County High School doing? They were kicking ass. Uh, when, when I was there, they'd win a state title every two seconds. Are they still doing that, or well, did, they, did they go down the shitter? They went down the shitter. They haven't, they haven't <laughs> really done much. Um, they recently just had some guest appearances from uh, good old Terry Kirby himself, actually. The Who the Georgia hell is that? Came down. The George, University of Georgia football, Georgia Bulldogs football coach. Nope, don't even know him. Who cares? Well, well, it's SEC football. You know how they do it down here. So it's just another, you know, it's God's country. So they uh, they actually had him come down for a minute. Um, probably, I think it was for recruiting bases only. But uh, they had him come down. 
but their their wrestling team actually has won uh, state championship for like consecutive for like seven consecutive years or something. I can't remember exactly what, but they're unbeatable right now. But the Georgia football team, they're not so hot right now lately. <laughs> Camden or Georgia? Camden. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, what 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 college team do you root for in SEC? I don't really root. I I like the big old Nick Saban. I like Nick Saban. Oh, like, you bandwagon like, son of a bitch! Well, there's no one else to like. I don't like Georgia football. Where are you? Where Minnesota, are you from? So Minnesota. So why don't you root for Minnesota? Why aren't you a Big Ten? I'm, right? No, I'm a more Michigan Wolverines fan than Minnesota fan now. What? Yeah. <laughs> that that sir is why none nobody in the group likes you. It's because you're not a principal person. You're not a man of principle. If you are from Minnesota, you got to root for, I guess, Northwestern's in Minnesota too, right? No, Northwestern's in Illinois. Oh, okay. That shithole state. So if you are from Minnesota, you got to root for the Gophers, man. You got to be a Gopher, right? I'm, I can't be a Golden Gopher. There's only, actually, I like Golden Gophers in hockey and wrestling. Jeez. When it comes to football, I've been always been, <laughs> I've always been a Michigan Wolverine fan since 19... 19- since I was a little boy, because uh, they had the big old team '97 when they were in the Rose Bowl. See, that's mistake. You, you can make that mistake. You can you can have that allegiance. Because then I when I was a young kid and I didn't like uh, I rooted for San Francisco because Dallas played against San Francisco. I didn't want to root for the Cowboys, so I just picked the team that was natural rival. But when I grew up and understood, hey, I'm from Texas, now I root for Texas teams. I think anybody that doesn't root for their state team uh, is morally bankrupt. So, I have to, so, so if I'm saying I'm from Georgia now, I have to cheer for Atlanta Falcons? Yeah, I don't think you have another choice. I think that's what you have to do. I think uh, I think you have to cheer. So what, what football teams in Minnesota? Vikings. you got to be a Vikings fan. I'm not a Vikings fan now. You are? Yeah, okay. See, right there. That makes sense. So you're a Vikings fan. Why aren't you a Gophers fan? Because I'm not a big going Gopher football fan. Or maybe the like Big the Ten sucks. Now. How about that one? How about that? You like, you like that statement? <laughs> no, I don't like it. What? Uh, well, yeah, was what Michigan? How, so Jim Harbaugh, man, he's fucking your program up pretty good, eh? Yeah, yeah, he's fucking. He's doing not bad. We're we're coming out strong now. Give us some time. Yeah, now that Nick Saban or what is it, Urban Meyer quit because he's about to have a brain aneurysm every fucking time the his defense gives up a first down. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she called Tim Tebow and say a prayer for him. Oh Jesus, oh, we we could only hope. But goddamn, uh, Urban Meyer on the sideline—it was just painful watching him. It was brutal. Yeah, brutal. I feel bad for the guy. He's a great coach. Yeah, a great uh, a great recruiter under the table too, huh? Didn't he leave Florida with yeah. all these violations and stuff? Yeah, he got walked up and got left too. <laughs> but he left before all the trouble happened in Florida, right? At least I thought. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think you're right. All right. So who are you going to draft? Uh, what, your draft position's what, 13th or 12th next year in our league? Yeah, because you won. Duh. The last pick. So who do you? Th- so I know that Dusty's going to be listening to this podcast. So who should he draft next year in the first pick of 2019 World League? Hua? First pick. So Le'Veon Bell's not in question anymore. So does he go up? Does he go after the point? Does he go after the number one wide receiver, or does he go for the number one running back? I would say he's not going to go for a running back. I think he will go after the number one wide receiver because that's where the points are at now for PPR. So you think he should go? Who's who's the number one running back next year? 
number one wide receiver. I'd say Antonio Brown. Seriously? Antonio Brown. Seriously? Well, who else can you... Well, running back, you could go Zeke Elliott if you wanted to. He's great. All right. Well, but really, Brown, Brown with all his... Like, they, nobody knows where he's going to play. Nobody knows where he's going to go anywhere. So he's... He's trying to get rid of the Steelers or get off the Steelers. Like he might start for a new team. Ben may never throw him the fucking football to teach him a lesson. I don't know. I don't know. I think Brown's too risky a pick for number one. And I think Zeke is too, I think he's top five running back, but I think he's too risky for that. Right. I don't think so. Well, Gert- I don't know. I haven't really, well, I, cause since I've won, I've taken uh, my vacation lately. So I don't really look at the newest update roster of fantasy football rankings because I don't need to look at it until like the one month prior before Thanks football starts. You bother that's how good I am. You are lying because you bother me fucking in May sometimes about starting the league up and why isn't everything going and can I see the PPR? Why don't I know who's drafting who? Just bugging me for no fucking reason on a stupid league that doesn't matter, doesn't mean anything. But you're a, like you. I think I could I could pull back the tape and say that you bothered me in May about fantasy football at least two years ago. Oh yeah, because that was when we were doing keeper league and everything. But it was it was tougher back then because we had like sixteen man league, yeah, fourteen man league. That shit was tough. Yeah, it it, it definitely was brutal. Uh, I want to say yeah, down to twelve and you know, it is what it is. But uh, I like our league; it's not too bad. So it's fun, but the thing is, I would hate the quitters. You know, I I hate seeing people when they stop playing, when they start losing, they stop playing, and it's gonna it causes a big old fuckery per se you know yeah like sean store he didn't yeah like uh like simple man yeah those two did not set leagues or do well or do whatever in the fantasy league uh, last year so eh. yeah what's up man what what do, do you we... want to talk about well let's let's talk about uh the good old times we used to share our memories that we had there are no good memories of civil war shot <laughs> well, we had a civil the civil war shot. Oh, I talk about it almost all the time. That is people. a great fucking story. I forgot about that. I created a I recreated a drink. Did I not? Was that me? Yeah, that was you. All right, that was you. That so, was the night I got kicked out of the bar too. All right, so you regale me on your what you remember, and I'll tell you what I remember of that when I created that. Okay, shot. So, so we're all sitting around the table. I think it was Lynch's Irish Pub in Jacksonville. It was a bunch of us. And I think it was after the beer gardens or shenanigans we had. I can't remember if it was or not. It was one of those times. And there's a bunch of Irish car bombs that were on the table. And then there was a pint of yingling and a, a shot of Soko on the table, too. And all, all I remember is that we all took the Irish car bombs and we were, missing the, we were missing the pint of yingling and missing the shot glass of Soko. And all of a sudden, we start seeing you doing gestures trying to wave out the door, <laughs> wave your hand out the door, huffing and puffing. So, so I, what, we figured that you took it. What I remember, and because I think Caleb ordered shots for everybody with the exception of me. And so I felt like I was ostracized. And I was like, no, I'm not, that, fuck that, that's not going to happen. So I saw, I saw everybody was doing their Jaeger bombs or whatever the hell it was. And he ordered an extra, he ordered a yangling and he ordered shots of Southern Comfort. So I was like, nah, fuck that. I'm a part of this too. So I grabbed the fucking yangling and I grabbed the SoCo and I dropped it in, took it. And then it just, it just hit me wrong. So you're right. I was like, and then I puked up the entire night and went back. And then the, the conversation afterwards, and we were sitting there trying to name it. 
And Caleb will tell you that he thought of the name, but I, I disagree completely. Because Yangling is a northern brewery, brewery and SoCo is from the south, we called it a civil war. And it actually tastes pretty sweet. If, if you're sober and you take the drink, it actually tastes pretty sweet. It's not that bad. Uh, so I invented it. No, a, it's not that bad. We, we actually did a dedication to you. Yeah. Um, Caleb, myself, and Dusty, we did a dedication to you one night. <laughs> we're at Outer Banks, and we're like, here's to you, Seth Harms. We, we actually did our one, uh, a SoCo and Yingling for you. And it was actually like, like, oh God, how can you drink this shit? <laughs> it's not. I thought it was. It's not that bad. I've, I've actually done Civil War shots or Civil Wars outside of just uh, sheer debauchery, right? I've actually grown up yeah. to a being, and people look like like look at you like you're dumb. But the other thing that is most uh, interesting about it is I can't believe nobody's taken the name Civil War for a shot. That seems like an obvious name. Yeah, yeah, that's a good thing, you know. We should patent it. I think you should think about doing a patent on it. Well, I think uh, because it's got mentioned on this podcast, I can look back and say that, uh, like, I got right of first refusal. So I can, if anybody comes up with it, I can say, oh, I mentioned it on whatever today is on this podcast, and I can take all the money from them <laughs> for my good ideas. What? One yeah, of the... And then there's other times. Then there's other times where you think you're a great driver and everything, and then the next morning I wake up I'm like, how did I get home? No, oh, yeah. Let's not mention, let's not talk, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. So let's not talk yeah. too much about that bad boy stuff. But another one of the, <laughs> one, one, another one of the great ideas that I had was uh, 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 starting a, like all bars fail. But in the day when we were bar hopping on a continual basis, was starting this bar called Turney's or Turney Bar, where you would just come in each day, you would have a competition of whatever, like beer pong, Madden, uh, yep. whatever. And that was the theme of the bar. I can't believe nobody's thought of that or done that before. Maybe it's impossible to do. Maybe it's not. But just to have like a, you can have like a season pass, a tournament, uh, daily whatever, and just do those randomly throughout whatever. And then you just pick one month where all of your season pass guys come in and compete for titles or belts or trophies or certificates or whatever you want to do. I think if I win a billion dollars, I think I'll do that. I think that'll be the thing. That'll be one of the uh, things that I invest in. And then I will also invest in somebody sitting there yelling uh, slurs at you for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, but so where, where would this location be though? Anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. Definitely probably one in Camden, right? And they would hire everybody well, I don't but know you. about that. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. How's, how is Camden by the way? Like, uh, I don't know. Like the the play, what St. Mary's was and what it is now are probably two different things. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally changed. It's it's expanding out quite a bit lately. Um, we're getting a tropical smoothie now, a Starbucks. Ooh. It's yeah, it's 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 changing quite a bit lately. It's it's same old corner. They have the same old Walmart on the same old spot. So it's. Nothing changes about that. That's like the hot spot of America, you know, in Camden County. Yeah. So. All right, brother. Well, I think we ran out of steam, and this is about with a point where I, I say adieu to you. Thank you for doing this. I do appreciate it. No problem. I'm just glad to take all the shit talking as much as I can for the time being. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the drawing board and think up 10 more insults. So the next time I have you on the podcast, I'll just do the top 10 insults for uh, Johnson. If you ever need any fantasy football podcast strategy, just call me up and I can 
we could strategize together and make a podcast or something like that because you can talk and listen from a three-time champion. So, uh, Or I could talk to a wall and get the same amount of insight uh, for the mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> uh, go, all I can say is go Adrian Peterson. Go AP. All right, thanks for doing this, man. I do appreciate it. All right, take care. You too.